episode 142 of the local meta my name is fletcher and i'm sean john how are you doing this week good it's been a while since i've spoken to you yeah i know like six seconds um, <laughs> but uh, i don't know do we want to just jump on into stuff here or i don't know if you have any fun anecdotes yet uh we're left i i didn't tell you my story but i beat a scrub on friday who played poorly and got punished for it two weeks ago friday but okay (laughs) i'll tell the story later when we're done recording okay i was gonna say i I was gonna say this banter but we kind of just jumped in because these episodes are so freaking long so yeah yeah as i say my only magic stuff is i played some murder kill last night and got my butt whooped except for a cat deck that i was able to just destroy his soul with and then i am horrible at dominaria draft apparently now and have not had a winning record in any of the drafts i've done but i still want to play dominaria but the important question is are you still having fun ah yes i am so So. because that's all that really matters when it comes to drafting old formats it doesn't matter if you win it matters if you enjoy it Yep, I just like drafting that set, but alright, why don't we just dive on in here, so we're doing something weird, because we didn't finish all of our mechanical cards. We didn't. So we're gonna, we're gonna hop in on those and talk about the, the the cards we were looking at from a mechanical angle, so, John, do you want to start us off? Yeah, because I actually right. really like this card. <laughs> I do too. So we have Arasta of the Endless Web. Two green, green, right, legendary enchantment creature, spider, it is a 3-5, which... Every other spider ever in existence that was a 3-5 was 5 mana. So I like that she's 1 less mana. Yeah, I, all I can think of is Mammoth Spider right now. <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking of uh, Ishkana, who is ah, also Ishkana. a card that I really, really like. So Good old Ishi, yeah. So, she's a spider, so obviously she has reach. And whenever an opponent casts an instant or sorcery spell, create a 1-1 one, one green spider yeah. creature token with reach. Create a one-two green one, spider sorry, token. Sorry, a one-two because they're spiders. Spiders they're, they're, are one They're the recluses. <laughs> yeah, this card is dope. This card is just sweet, man. I don't like, even care. I I don't think this card is good enough for standard, but God, I wish it was. And this makes me want to build an Ishkana EDH deck even more. Yeah, fair enough. Well, the problem is there's so many. There almost every spider in Magic sucks. <laughs> <laughs> it's just except, like except green doom blade except the cream doom blade like there there's exceptions to it right but like in I commander know. there's a lot of really bad spiders oh yeah totally four mana two fours just don't quite get there in commander no, but like no, no. oh an opponent cast an instant sorcery get a one one like that's good yeah that's just good i dig mm-hmm. that i'm a fan of that that's all I got. yeah buddy also the art suite yeah if you get a chance at looking at like a blown up zoomed in image of this art, the art freaks don't. me out. I, I gotta say that I don't like the art. Don't. It freaks me out way too much. It's well done, but I'm like, <laughs> she is covered in tiny spiders. I regretted looking up this art. Hot oh my damn! God. I'm not even scared of spiders. I don't even. I'm not scared of spiders either. Like ugh, it just bothers me. Yeah, it's just like, nope. That's a nopeosaurus for me. Goodbye. <laughs> Against one of my EDH decks, you could have infinite spiders. I could. I'd be dead, but I could. <laughs> no, that's not a guarantee either. Yeah, um, true. <laughs> all right. Um, <laughs> next up, uh, Dryad of the Elysian Grove. Two and a green for a 2-4 enchantment creature nymph. Uh, you may play an additional land on each of your turns. Okay. Lands you control are every basic land type in addition to their other types. 
Okay. <laughs> this card is going to be like twenty dollars in yeah, three years. This card's gonna be stupid. I need to get some of these, so I'll save some extra ones. And I don't even play green. Yeah, this this card is one of those cards that I read. I'm like, fine, but it's at fine. the same time, it's like this card's too good. Like this card needs like I'm not not too good, too good, obviously, but like this card does so much where yeah. like any of these effects are relevant if you're playing green in an EDH deck. It's either fixing or it's more like even in mono green, you just play this. Oh, this is going in my door deck, man. Yeah, you're just like, oh, I'm just gonna play an extra land. Oh yeah, you, you Jesus Christ, door, screw door. <laughs> <laughs> like this card's stupid and it's not two four so it just holds off everything yeah. ever in existence the biggest the biggest mistake about this card is, is that the art because the, the art <laughs> makes it looks like he has a giant package <laughs> the art makes it, so this is i look at him and i see a giant package and i see like it looks like he's fat with fat rolls that are just like kind of like folding yeah. up over him right like he does mm -hmm. not look like an attractive man, and Which I know it's fine. Just, I know it's fine. just the vine. It's just, it's just yeah. the vines, but I yeah. don't like looking at him. Yeah, it's just like <laughs> oh man, they could have done better art for a card that's probably going to be gas as hell. Yeah, I mean it's it's going to be gas as hell. It doesn't need good art, right? It's going to sell no matter what. So, <laughs> true, true. all right, next up. Uh, sorry. Uh, next up we have Nylea, keen eyed. Scroll all the way down. Get <laughs> how numbers, letters work. Numbers are letters. Yep. Uh, we, three and a green for a five-six god. Creature spells you cast cost one less to cast. It has all the god stuff too. Yeah. Yes. For I'm just gonna say god. She has all mm -hmm. the god stuff. At this mm -hmm. point, everyone should know what that means. <laughs> Two and a green. Reveal the top card of your library. If it's a creature card, put it into your hand. Otherwise, you may put it into your graveyard. Hot damn. Yeah. So, interesting. She actually feeds the graveyard. Not something green does very often. I mean, like, that it's... reveal the, reveal cards, or, like, look at cards and putting it into your graveyard, like, that, like, mulch effect kind of thing. Yep. Like, that's not, not uncommon for green. No, it's not, like, super uncommon, but it's just not something you see very often, yeah, right? Yeah, true. Like, I, like, fair. I'm just, like... like it's not there's like, there's a reason of. why the second most common dredge color is green, right? Like, mm -hmm. that is something that they do. Or yeah. if it is seconds anymore, it might, it might be first now. Maybe it'd be so black. I don't remember. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Honestly, this is the one that I'm least excited about. Creatures costing one less is kind of, like, okay. Like, you already have at yeah. least four mana. How much of a discount are you really getting? But, I mean, getting to look at stuff and feeding into your graveyard is sweet. This card advantage mm -hmm. is okay. You're playing green, so she's the most likely god to be turned on. Mm -hmm. Which I think has something to do with the fact that Perforos has bigger stats than she does, even though she's yeah. the green one. Right. You know, it's hard to get uh, extra pips in red. It is not hard to get extra pips in green. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's just, like, tons, yeah, all uh, all over, but... As the second-to-last god we're going to be talking about, that actually reminded me of something I wanted to say. <laughs> I'm so, so happy that when we went to Dominaria, everyone was shitting their pants over the triple-pipped creatures. No. And I was like, oh my god, we're going to be going to Theros soon. These cards are, like, clearly a plan for Theros. Oh my god, Theros, Theros. 
And then we never went to Theros with, when Dominaria was legal and standard. <laughs> and they're like, lol, taste it. And suddenly we get like triple pip cards in Eldraine. And everyone's just like, oh, it's just going to be, it's like a basically monocolored set. That's why they did it. No, no one was talking about Theros. And then yeah, all no of a sudden, Watsu's like, Theros, like Theros. Hey guys, like, we're going to Theros. Yeah, we're going to Theros. Everyone's like, oh my god! It's like, yeah. Yeah. That's, I, I just got a kick out of that. Okay. <laughs> I'm so glad everyone was wrong about us going to Theros that time. You just like other people's pain. Well, the thing is, at the time, it felt too early to go back to Theros. But that was like a year ago. And now yeah. I'm just like, yeah, this is a good time to go back to Theros. We haven't been there in a while. That's yeah, a set I'm willing to go back to. Yeah, so. Like Ravnica, they could just go back to every other set and it'd be fine. Oh, yeah. This is Ravnica. There's always sweet things going on in Ravnica. Yeah. All right. So. Oh. Next up, we have a Satessan Champion. Two and a green for a 1-3. A human Warrior with Constellation. Whenever an enchantment enters the battlefield under your control, put a plus one, plus one counter on Satessan Champion and draw a card. This card's dope. Dope. I kind of wish it somehow referenced the name Enchantress in it, but at the same time, it's like, all right, sure, whatever. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I suppose, yeah, that's going to be a thing. Yeah, like, this card is basically an Enchanter's effect that also is, like, a pseudo-payoff, besides the just drawing cards thing. <laughs> Fair enough. I don't, I don't think it goes into any of the Legacy Enchantress decks that, like, five people in the world still play, because it doesn't have Shroud, which means it will just die, but... To everything. Yeah. It doesn't it's a... get countered. It is a 1-3, so... <laughs> but still on that same... Yeah. On, just on that metric, right? Like, Enchanter's effects are something you always have to look at. Yeah. Eidolon of Blossoms cost 4 mana for a 2-2, two -two and was, like, pseudo-format defining. Yeah, you know? It got played, played enough to be something. Yeah, I mean, I played the shit out of it, right? So... <laughs> That's all that there, there's a few other things. <laughs> hey, it won me $50. It won 50 bucks, yes. So... That's my claim to fame with Eidolon of Blossoms. It won me 50 bucks. <laughs> so. Yeah. But, yeah. All right. Enchanter's specs want... are always something you need to look at. Yeah, totally. But... And yes, I'm taking this next, next I was going to say, do you want me to take the next one? I don't know. I can all just right. cover it for you. All right. Best Planeswalker in the world. Not this card, but this subtype. <laughs> uh, three blue black. Legendary Planeswalker Ashiok. Five starting loyalty. Plus one, create a 2-3 blue and black nightmare creature token with whenever this creature attacks or blocks, each opponent exiles the top two cards of their library. Minus three, return target non-land permanent to its owner's hand, then that player exiles a card from their hands. I like a repeat or a repulse or whatever it's called. Uh, recoil. Recoil. Yeah, this is a that's a good recoil variant. That is a continue. good recoil. There's one, there's one yeah. more ability. Negative seven. You may cast up to three face-up cards your opponents own from exile without paying their mana cost. By the way, the name of the card is Ashiok Nightmare Muse. <laughs> yeah, because you skipped over that. <laughs> names are relevant. Legendary Planeswalker Ashiok. Yeah. Don't care what it's called. Honestly, the abilities on this card are all good. 
all of these abilities are good. None of these abilities are like insanely pushed, but that's Ashiok's thing. Ashiok doesn't have an insanely pushed ability. No. They just tend to work really well together. Just kind of do dumb things. <laughs> like the fact that Ashiok ticks up to make a 2 3, 2 3 is relevant stats. Hot damn, yes. that's relevant stats. The fact that it's. Uh, it ain't no 3 3 elk, but you know. <laughs> yeah, it ain't no 3 3 elk, but thank God. And it's attack or block, and that triggers. So, like, yeah. this is good even if you're just being defensive. Yep. Yeah, the minus three recoil. Recoil's a good card. That is a great card. Like, Dinrova Horror dominated that uh, master set that it was in because it was a recoil effect. Yeah. This is a recoil on a Planeswalker. It, it, it didn't dominate the set it was printed in because it's head boros, but... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and, then, like, the negative seven just cast three cards without paying the mana costs. I'm fine with drawing three plus, like, nine Black Lotuses. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like, like, I don't think this card is as good as the first Ashiok, but the first Ashiok costs three goddamn mana. And I think this Ashiok yeah. is going to probably play better than that Ashiok did. It's going to do things, at least. Like, it's going to actually do relevant things. Yeah. I like this card. I like the showcase of this card. I want to open this card in every single one of my pre-release pools. And I will. I guarantee you, I could have the worst blue-black cards you've ever seen. I will make sure I can play this card. You will force it. I will force Ashiok Nightmare Muse. Because Ashiok. Yeah, that that's just sweet. Ashiok's cool. I like it. Yeah. I'm happy you get another Ashiok and one that doesn't isn't insane like the first one, but doesn't look like shit either. Exactly. And like let's be real though, the first one also didn't look insane. The the first one did not look good. It just happened to be Ashiok existed because Ashiok wanted to exist. <laughs> there was nothing and then there was Ashiok. Unfortunately, I don't think Ashiok is good enough for Pioneer, which is kind of where my head's at at the moment. I really, I'm gonna, I'm gonna build a blue-black Pioneer control deck. I just don't know what's gonna go in it yet. Yeah, we'll have to figure that out. But all right, next up, I have no idea how to pronounce this. We have Clothis, Clothis God of Destiny. Uh, one red green for a four-five God stuff. Uh, devotion to red and green needs to be seven because it's the two colors. Yep. Um, at the beginning of your pre-combat main phase, exile target card from a graveyard. If it was a land card, add red or green. Otherwise, you gain two life and Clothis deals two damage to each opponent. So, where the hell was she when Xenagos was doing his thing? I don't know, under a bus or something? Because... They've made multiple references to her. She's been around for a while. She's Zenigos not new. Was probably Zenigosing. Yeah, but he was able to do that because there was a hole in the Pantheon. Where was she? I just don't. He probably did something. Maybe. I don't know. I actually, I kind of dig that she's like a graveyard hate card because that's her entire thing. Like in storyline, what she does is anyone who goes against their quotations destiny, she hunts down. And going going against their destiny includes escaping from the underworld. Nobody would do that. It actually led to a really sweet looking uh, comic I saw someone draw 
where it was a chibi Elspeth running away from a chibi Clothis. <laughs> and oh, Elspeth had like little like sweat droplets going down her face because she's like, ah, I'm being chased. And Clothis was like anime running behind her to chase her down. That sounds like the most anime thing ever. You would hate it. I loved it. <laughs> I, fair enough. I probably would have been like, hey, and then moved on with my life. But Yeah, I thought right. it was sweet. So. so I don't know. Card's cool. Card's cool. I dig it. I like it. I approve. All right. All right. This is what I'm actually really excited for. I know you are. So that's why it worked out really well. All right. Croxa, Titan of Death's Hunger. Dun, dun, dun. Red, black. 6-6. Six, six. Legendary right. creature. Elder <laughs> giant. <laughs> Two mana, 6-6. Six, six. It seems good. Let's do it. When Krosa enters the battlefield, sacrifice unless it escapes. Aww. Dang. Of uh, note. Gotta get an, my torpor orb. That's an ETB trigger. Yeah. When Kroxa enters the battlefield or attacks, each opponent discards a card, then each opponent who didn't discard a non-land card this way loses three life. Escape. Black, black, red, red. Exile five other cards from your graveyard. Hot damn, I love Titans. Titans are sweet. Titans Uh... have sweet effects. Uh, of note, Hushbringer was in the last set. Yeah. Sure, you're want. you're playing three colors for it. But th- if you're if we're being real with ourselves, a six six for two mana is a pretty good payoff for being three color. Yeah. I saw someone comment, they're like, Yeah, but now you have to play three color and you don't even get the enter the battlefield trigger. It's like, no, you just have a two mana six six with an attack trigger. Yeah. Still I mean, solid. honestly, you could play this probably in a deck even just as like a two mana, uh, like discard spell if you could keep cycling it. Exactly. Like as is, this card's fine. You can do mm-hmm. the cute stuff with things like Harsh Hushbringer, and it's like slightly better, maybe. But even just maybe, like maybe, yeah, escape. I don't even know if it is. Escape for five mana is not that bad. You know, I mean the or five uh, exile cards. Yeah. Like, the, the mana cost is strict. Yeah. Oh boy, that mana cost is strict. But, still, you could, there is a non, there is a non-zero, like, chance that you could reasonably have this in play turn four. Yeah. Like, that's just a thing that could happen. Yep. Yes, please. Yes, please. Thank you. Thank you very much. I would like to do that. Of notes, does not combo with Ashiok. Because you don't get to escape with them out. But still something. Oh well. Alright. I like this card. Yep. I've just been on a red-black cake lately, though, so. So on theme, (laughs) next we have Uro, Titan of Nature's Wrath. One green blue for a 6-6. Elder Giant. Good rate still. Right. <laughs> um, enters the battlefield, sacrifice unless it escaped. Uh, when Uro enters the battlefield or attacks, you gain three life and draw a card. Then you may put a land card from your hand onto the battlefield. Escape it's... for green, green, blue, blue, exile five. So 
the other Titan is kind of like, you know, Inferno Titan quality tier, right? Solid, yeah. good. This card is yeah. pretty close to prime time. This card is good. And like, <laughs> I don't think I'm stretching that much. No, I don't either. Like, I, I this this card seems really good. Like, you drawing a card is almost universally better than your opponent discarding a card. Yes. Gaining three life, sure. Ramping yourself, because why not? When you're already... Yeah. Like, this... This these are the colors of Nissa and Hydroid Crisis. Yeah, both are things that really, really enjoy extra cards, right? Yeah, like people playing that deck just have to be cackling madly right now. They have to be, yeah, straight up. Like, shout out to Seth Manfield for saying green was unplayable after they banned Oko and Summers, whatever the hell, Vale, Sorry, vale of Summer, Vale of Summer, Perfect and man. <laughs> yeah. Ends um, <laughs> once upon a time, saying green's unplayable, and then proceeding to destroy the next Mythic Invitational with green blue, and now this card comes out. Yeah, like suddenly this, like this card is going to single handedly make Tamio play like a commonly played card again, because Tamio just feeds this card. Yep. Like, oh, Tamio uptick mill four. Oh look, I milled yep. an Uro. Go me. Jesus Go me. Christ. Yep. <laughs> Like this card will grind at like the best of them. It it is gonna grind hard. Like hot damn this card. Like I like the red black one more. I know this one is better. Yeah. Just but, saying. Just okay. putting that out there. Yep. Alright. Last card on our cards on our mechanical list, the temples. Temples are sweet, I'm glad they completed the cycle. News at eleven. Unfortunately, the red black temple exists, and I'm just like I don't, I'm currently playing a red black deck. I don't want to play the red black temple in it because I'm too aggressive. Yeah, fair enough. So, temples eh, are sweet. Whatever. Like yep. Yep. All right. I approve. I like it. Cool. All right. Should we start doing some flavor? Sure. Yeah. You, and you said it when we were talking about this episode. This is one of those sets where the flavor is so good, like overall, that like it makes everything less flavorful if that's weird yes but there's still, still some friggin flavor home runs in here um so this one i just liked so we'll start out with it uh taranika is that what it is uh one second yeah scroll it's all the way to the bottom i scrolled all the way to the top like a fuel it's not all the way to the bottom well it's all the way to the bottom of white, white. <laughs> yeah uh a Crowan Veteran. Yeah, Taranika. Yeah. That works. Taranika, Crowan Veteran. One white, white for a 3 3 legendary creature, human shaman. Vigilance. When Taranika attacks, untap uh, another. She's a soldier, not a shaman. Oh, sword, soldier. Sorry, I don't know what I was reading. I think I was like <laughs> going quick. Yeah. Uh, untap another target creature you control. Until end of turn, that creature has base power and toughness 4 4 and gains indestructible. Um, the flavor oh. text is I like, I like to think Kytheon keeps watch over all of us. So in the background of her. Is the um uh, the statue from uh the, rest in peace. The, the Gideon rest in peace, like the backside of it. And and she turns people into Gideons. <laughs> yep. This card is sweet. I, I love, love the flavor of this card. It's just a nice little like sup bro kind of card for Gideon. It's but... almost ten out of ten worthy. It is it is about as close to ten out of ten as you can get. Yeah. It's probably a good card too, but pretty sure I just didn't put it in there because I fucking hate Gideon, so <laughs> Uh, good old beef slab. He said six packedly. <laughs> God, I love those stories. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Uh, 
This one is actually really awesome. Uh, Illyrios Enraptured. Two and a blue for a 2-3 legendary creature human. Illyrios Enraptured enters the battlefield tapped. Illyrios doesn't untap during your untap step if you control a reflection. When Illyrios enters the battlefield, create a 3-2 blue reflection creature token. Why would I ever want to look away? This is obviously a reference to Narcissus or whatever the hell the dude's yeah. name was. Yep. And fla flavor-wise, this card is just perfect. Yeah, the like, art's awesome. What this Real, card does is awesome. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> it's like they just they put it on an actual card, they have the reflection. I love how the reflection is a reflection of the stats. Yeah, like that, all it, of it's sweet. Just little pieces all coming together. The yeah. like top notch flavor. Also Uncommon Legend did not notice. Um, yeah. And it's also just a good card. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like a three mana two three that also gives you a three two. Yeah. Like, like sign so, me up. Yeah. Deal. I'll accept that. Sure, <laughs> this one can't attack or block because it's it's tapped until the other one dies. How unfortunate. Yeah, right? Okay. But... Alright. Uh, next okay. up is one that I really, really, or really right. like. It's, it. your, it's yours, but... No, you can take it. Right, right. Since uh, you like it. Kiora bests the sea god. Five blue blue for a saga. Chapter 1, create an 8-8 eight, eight blue Kraken creature token with Hexproof. I love Krakens. <laughs> you can get Krakalakens. Chapter 2, tap all non-land permanents target opponent controls. They don't untap during their controller's untap step. Well, you smack them in the mouth with an 8-8 eight, eight Kraken. <laughs> As you do. Chapter 3, gain control of target permanent and opponent controls. Untap it. Just in case they wanted to do something about that 8-8 eight, eight Kraken. <laughs> <laughs> so... This card is here because A, I love Krakens, and B, this is literally the perfect story, because Kiora's like, I'm gonna summon a big old Kraken. Um, like, she literally summoned uh, oh, yeah. Tier Metris or whatever. They had a blue mage battle, and then she just stole the trident, or the bident, and took off. And just, like, ran off. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's just so like, good. It's just like, peace. Lol got it. Peace. Thanks. <laughs> uh. like, this card is almost, like, almost perfect. I love yeah. it. Seven mana is a billion mana, as a Kraken should be. It better be if it, if it's like <laughs> you, you just get an eight eight hex proof. Yeah. Eight eight hex proof. Uh. God, this card is sweet. I don't know. I adore it. Like I, I the only reason it's not in ten out of ten is because I know you don't care about it that much. Uh, fair enough. But yeah, man, yeah, I good. love Krakens. <laughs> okay, I'm just gonna take a guess and say you put this next one on the list because of art. Uh, yes, because it freaks right, me okay. the hell out. Alright, so the next card is Sweet Oblivion. It's one of the blue sorcery target player puts the top four cards of their library into their graveyard with escape for three and a blue exile four. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what? <laughs> yeah. This art. The shit. <laughs> like, the shit. It literally looks like the uh, Zendikar-esque. There was someone who made, like, a um... It looks like they're dissolving in the Kozilek form of uh, Eldrazi uh, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Not destruction. Mutation? Sure. I don't know. They're just like geographically shaped dismantling of faces, and it bothers it's me. It's weird, man. It's weird. That is sweet art, though. It is weird as hell, though. Yeah, it's sweet art, but it's still just like, why? Why do you exist like this? Okay. 
Speaking of why, why do you exist like this? This card was also added because of the art. I figured. I will never want a blowjob again in my life. Bullshit. Continue. <laughs> Aspect of the lamprey. Aspect of lamprey. Aspect of lamprey. Three black. Why did they have to pick a lamprey? Oh my god. <laughs> Ugh, those things are disgusting. Three black. Enchantment aura. Enchanted creature you control. When Aspect of lamprey enters the battlefield, target opponent discards two cards. Enchanted creature has lifelink. It's a chick with a lamprey mouth. Oh my god. Of why? Why? Why you do this? <laughs> why? Uh, Flavor text. Some aspire to be mighty like the lion or the hyena. I am the parasite that feeds on them all. Why? Why? Lampreys are horrifying Ooh. creatures. Yep. Dear God, why? This didn't need to exist. What's this person's name? I must... Where is it? Deruch... Wow. Deruchenko Alexander. You can go to hell. <laughs> It's very good art, but it's freaky as hell. Yes, your art, top notch. I love the sp I love the the nicks in the mouth. Like as long as I like look at at it piecemeal, this is a really nice card. If I look at it whole hog, dear God, uh, why? It just bothers me. I also yeah. apologize if I messed up your first name. <laughs> yeah. I'm American. We, I'm bad at that. We're bad at anything not American. But some <laughs> things that are. Um, yeah, we're bad at right, a so, lot of things. So next up, we have. Eat to extinction. Um, three in a black instant. Uh, exile target creature or planeswalker. Look at the top card of your library. You may put that card into your graveyard. And look, it surveils. Yep. Uh, also, has flavor text. Kroxa devours what he may, not for sustenance or pleasure, but because it is his nature. He's unending hunger given form. Clothis, god of destiny. <laughs> So basically, Kroxa is Ulamog? Question mark? I guess. I don't know. <laughs> That's the vibe I got from this. I also like how he's just, he's not actually eating the guy. He's just like eating the guy somehow. Oh, he's his, getting ready to. His mouth is freaky. Oh. Yeah. All the Titan mouths are like that weird scariness. Yeah. But. Like the, just like getting like a zoomed in view on that guy's face is like, uh huh. Yeah. I see. Uh, yes. Okay. Um, Late edition, but I like the art and like the flavor text. Yep. All good. All right. This is next this next one is my my ode is to Seb McKinnon. I, I was just gonna say I'm like I looked at the art I'm like I wonder who did this I bet it was Seb and I'm like yep. <laughs> Mer Meyer Triton one in a black for a two one death touch zombie merfolk. When Meyer Triton enters the battlefield, put the top two cards of your library into your graveyard and you gain two life. This art, though. This art. It is a merfolk. It is a returned merfolk, so she has yep. the mask on. Yeah. And she is standing in a swamp, and it is full of dead fish. And there is just so much in this picture. And the flavor text also just hits you. It's like caught between life and death, between land and sea, between thought and oblivion. <laughs> like this, everything about this picture is basically everything we always say about Seb McKinnon. You just have to unpack it and it just makes you feel something. It's just so good. This like, one just makes me feel sad. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's like oh, also it's one of those dead. ones that's like 
everything with Semikinen too. It's like every every time somebody's like, "Oh, digital art, terrible, looks horrible and stuff," and then you're just like, "Semikinen's art is all digital." Yeah. Like, oh. It's like, <laughs> God damn this guy. Oh. Yeah. Like this is not one of like I've I one day I'm just gonna buy a shit ton of Semikinen art and just gonna like literally wallpaper a house in it. guys and crap. This is not gonna be one of them because I don't want a bunch of dead fish for art, but. <laughs> God damn. You want to get Topolgeist, though. Because he's just booping a candle. He's so adorable. Yeah. <laughs> Stone Cold Master. Stone Cold Master. This man right. is straight up my second favorite magic artist, only because he's not the one who drew Raging Goblin. <laughs> <laughs> and I have bought so much Raging Goblin art. Yeah, I mean, yeah. All right. All right, so next up, oh look, we get to skip a full color. Uh, goodbye, Red. Sorry, you're not goodbye, very. Goodbye, Red. Flavorful. Sorry, you're trash. Um, hey, Red had a lots of mechanically relevant cards, though. This is that's a first this time. Usually, we're just like skip Red, but to, to be right. fair, Flumox Cyclops, honorable mention in Red. It's a Cyclops that can't block if more than two creatures are attacking. <laughs> Cyclops <laughs> flavor on point. Right. Yeah, that's what you get. All right, so um, uh, now we hit green with the first Aroan Games. Uh, it's a saga for two and a green. Um, chapter one is create a one-one human soldier creature token. Chapter two, put three plus one plus one counters on target creature you control. Chapter three, if you control a creature with power four or greater, draw two cards. Chapter four, create a gold token. Get it? You get it? Do you do you get it? Yeah. <laughs> I like I, it. I think it's yeah. cool. This this one story on point. Mechanics on point. I dig it. I accept it. I'm good with it. Yep. This it it's lead. Good, this actually flavor. led to a complaint. They're like, "Oh, Watsi can't even keep their own stories straight." There's a uh, something celeb favored champion or something. It's a yeah. red card from old OG Theros, mm-hmm. uh, and its flavor text said, "The Eroan Games award no medals. They they." compete purely for the favor of the fans and someone's like well why does it award a gold token then blah, oh my blah, god blah, blah. it's like and someone's like well obviously this is the first Aroan games and then the first one they awarded medals and then they stopped duh it's like <laughs> i approve i approve of that person that person like, wins the internet uh, everyone else can go sit on something sharp <laughs> all right you want to take the next one? Sure. Hoctros. 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 Oh, yeah. Him. I'm, like, looking through green. I'm like, that. he's not in green. Nope, he's gone. All right. Hoctros the Unscarred. Red, red, white, white. 6-1 legendary creature human warrior. He attacks each combat if able. He better have something good. As Haxos or Haktos enters the battlefield, choose two, three, or four at random. <laughs> Haktos has protection from each converted mana cost other than the chosen number. <laughs> this card is so weird, man. So for those who don't don't know, that doesn't mean that he has protection from two or four if you choose three at random. Mm-hmm. Every CMC. This man has protection from Emrakul always. Yep. This obviously, he is uh, Achilles. Achilles. They they could have done a lot of things for Achilles. I like this. This like, is I think this is just perfect. good flavor. Like this is just great. 
Like just that random thing can kill him. Yes, you know? this this one random little thing. He just has a small little heel that just so happens to be sensitive to things. Yeah. Otherwise, weird. he's indestructible. Uh, fun rules fact too: if you um, somehow prevent the second ability from happening, he just has um, protection from everything. No, he does not. He has protection from nothing. Really? It's a, yes, it's a linked ability. Oh, because it um, says other so, than. Yep. Well, yeah. So well, the, the, because it requires a chosen number, that second ability just does not apply unless the first one happens. Interesting. So, so it just so if you if you if you for like example, stifle the, it the way they said if you no you can't stifle it because it's an as it enters the battle. Oh yeah. So if you yeah. clone it per se. Oh yeah, because clones enter the battlefields at they yeah. enter the battlefield as well. Really, a clone wouldn't have that ability, it, it, or like not necessarily a, like um, yeah, Some... a, a clone that was sitting on the battlefield already. You know, like those ones, like the uh, Vesuvian doppelganger or something like that. I think that's one of them that does that. But uh, okay, you know, so does like Torp... something like that. Does Torpor Orb stop as abilities or only when? No. It, it only stops win from my understanding. Okay. It only stops uh, triggers, so right, this is check. not a trigger. Yeah. Um. So, but it, yeah, if you stop, just to let you know, don't try to give him protection from everything because he gets protection from nothing. As as somebody said, you either you either dip dip him in and miss the heal, or you don't dip him in at all. <laughs> all right. Fair enough. So. <laughs> but. All right. All right. What's, so what's last the, up, the next one? Yep. So last up, we have. Mirror Shield, which is a really plain name. Uh, two mana for an artifact equipment. Uh, equipped creature gets plus zero, plus two, and ha has hexproof, and whenever a creature with death touch blocks or becomes blocked by this creature, destroy that creature. Equipped two. This is just a cool effect and a super flavorful effect. It is. It. I mean, it's like, very, obviously, very much top-down, the death oh, yeah. of the original Medusa in whatever story it was. I yep. can't remember my Greek mythology. Yeah. Uh, but uh, that's also, like, a ridiculously unique effect. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't think we have that effect. Anymore. Like, we've had things lose death touch and stuff like that, but, you know. Yeah, but, like, straight up, no, it just kills it. That's kind of... Like, I love it. It's super, super cool. But, yeah, so. All right. Yeah. Honestly, the flavor that they hit this set, like, they had pretty good flavor all around, but, like, the stuff they hit that was just solid was just super, super on point. Yeah. There's a there's a lot of really good flavor in this set. Like, yeah. there's a lot of good flavor. The really good flavor was very, very good. The rest of the flavor was just... It all melded together kind of a bit, mm -hmm. so... Which is... I feel like that's just kind of a thing that's been happening, happening a lot lately. Yeah. But, I mean, that's okay. That's hardly the worst thing ever, but... Yeah, right. like it's not a bad thing. It's just basically as a result of like that's just something that's going to happen when your flavor is on point always, right? Yeah, exactly. All right. All right. <clears throat> so now we're into just like miscellaneous cards we want to talk about. Yeah, miscellaneous <laughs> cards we want to talk about. Uh, okay. This is the one that I referenced for you uh, an episode ago. Oh, Hero okay. of the Winds. I chose this I one because he's. Too, by the I way. chose this one because he's riding a griffin. Yep. Three and a white for a 1-4 flying human soldier. Whenever you cast a spell that targets Hero of Winds, of the Winds, creatures you control get plus one, plus one until end of turn. Plus zero, plus one. Plus, or plus one, plus zero until end yeah, of turn. Yeah, plus one, plus zero, sorry. Uh, there's basically, like, 
a pseudo cycle slash sub theme yeah. where a bunch of heroes of X yep. and they're whenever they get a spell, you cast targets them. Other, all creatures you control get plus one plus out. Yeah, they get like pseudo team prowess. Yeah, it's like pseudo prowess, pseudo heroic because they have to be targeted yep. for it. Yep. Th- this was basically my yeah, there's mm-hmm. like kind of sort of in a release not so existence way heroic yep. in this set. Kind of, yeah. So, that I just wanted to mention stuff. it for you. But, okay. It was All right. Ne- next up, we have a reprint. <laughs> it did like tutor. Two and a white sorcery. Search your library for an enchantment card, reveal it, put it into your hand, and shuffle your library. Cool reprint. Yep, cool reprint. It's it's actually impressive that they can reprint a tutor. I mean, even if it, this is the worst one. <laughs> yeah, it's one of the worst tutors they've ever made. But, but still, like, that's solid just being like, I want this card is good. Yeah. I mean, three mana is like mana. a really reasonable cost for a tutor. Also, mm-hmm. it is only enchantments, but this is the enchantment set, so it's like, yeah, sure, sweet. Yep. Uh, over under on how many people who open this will actually play it percentage wise? Oh god, way too many. Like at least eighty percent, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Don't play this card in limited. It's yeah, not good. It's, it's not worth it. <laughs> but, uh, right. ne- next up was a complaining point I saw on the internet. Ah uh, yes. Revoke existence, uh, one white sorcery, exile target artifact or enchantments, and mystic repeal, one green instant, put target enchantment on the bottom of its owner's library. This led to the, yet again, common complaints of why does green have everything, why does green do everything better than white does, why can't they just make an instant speed revoke existence? Go to hell. Not everything needs to be a goddamn instant. Yeah. I don't care that green gets to do it at instant speed for one mana. This card exists. It was printed in the last one. It's really good in this one. Because it's revoke existence. Not everything needs to be a goddamn instant. Please read Emrakul, The Promised End. (laughs) Instants are not automatically better. I hate you. Did you put this one on the list for me? I did. All right. Next up, we have Transcendent Envoy. Uh, I'm not even going to read the card because I don't care, but it's an enchantment creature griffin, and I'm super pumped. And it's two mana. And it's two mana. Two mana griffin. Not very common. Weird, but uh, unfortunately, its ability isn't very good, and I don't think I play it as a one-two griffin, but I'm happy yeah. to have it, and I think it'll probably look good in foil. I'm hoping it looks good in foil. It does have good art, so. Yep. <laughs> I like how it just so happened to work out that way. Yeah, right. you cut the griffin. <laughs> yeah, we didn't actually plan that, but okay. Uh, next up, we have another throwback to me and my love of Krakens. But this one's kind of not on... Th- this is more of a you Kraken than a me Kraken. Yep. Uh, one blue blue for a 2-3 creature Kraken. Whenever you draw a card, put, you may pay one. If you do, put a plus one plus one counter on that dear Kraken and create a 1-1 one, one blue tentacle creature token. Oh my friggin' god. <laughs> I hadn't read this card before. That is great. So, <laughs> for those who don't realize, he literally has a Chasm Skulker deck that makes a bunch of freaking squids. This uh, is basically a Chasm Skulker that you have to spend a million mana for. I have to spend mana, which sucks, because you can't just be like Brainstorm three counters. <laughs> but you get both effects if you do spend mana. 
Also, for the love of God, if you if anyone makes custom tentacle creature tokens and brings them to FNM, I will hurt you. There's a 100% chance they're going to be hentai. 100. And you will be a terrible person. Yep. Don't make me get hurt of, you. Get out of my FNM. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, this card's sweet. I'm surprised yeah. you. I, I'm. I'm honestly surprised I, you didn't freak out about this card previously. But the fact that you never read it uh, explains why. Oh yeah, that's why. Because I just kind of like perused over it. I'm yeah, like, oh, it's a Kraken skip. Yeah, like, you're like <laughs> Kraken John card, whatever. Yeah, yeah, that's that card's sweet. I love it. It okay. is. Uh-huh. Speaking of right. sweet cards, I, that's, that's the only reason this card's here. Uh, what is that? Thrix, the yep. sudden storm. Yep. Uh, three blue blue for a four five legendary creature elemental giant. He has flash. He has flying. He has spells you cast with converted mana cost five or greater cost one less to cast and can't be countered. Dang. This card's weird. Yeah. Like I'd like it. Don't get yeah. me wrong. This is like everything I've ever wanted when I was like, man, in my control decks, I really wish I could have like a, a flash Sarah Angel. This is literally my flash Sarah Angel. Yeah, there you go. Boom. But I'm like looking at like, so the thing that I really like about this card is if your opponent targets this one with removal, you can flash in a second one for only four mana and they can't counter it and just <laughs> keep that one due to the legend rule. So you effectively just blank their removal spell in a, in a oh, way. There you go, right? I, I like that random little thing that they can do. I don't think this is good enough for literally anything, but I think it's sweet. Well, for limited, it'll smack people in the mouth. All right, it's just gonna punch some teeth in and limited. Stone Cold Bomb. All Eat right, your guy, punch your face in. All right, go for it. <clears throat> Sorry. Uh, next up, we have a black card. Fruit of Tizaris. Black sorcery. Target player loses two life. Escape three in a black. Exile three other cards from your graveyard. I once again hate this card. Oh, are people thinking this card is not trash? No, but I know for a fact I'm going to see it a shit ton in sealed. Oh, yeah. You're going to so, see it way more than you should. But and you're going to lose to it, too, is the thing. I'm going to. I do have one thing to say about this card, though. Yep. I don't think it's actually stone unplayable like Sovereign's Bite was. Okay. Because, yes, the first activation is absolute hard like terrible garbage the fact that it like in the late game this does give you reach in like a black aggro-esque shell right i suppose yeah it's not good reach but it gives you reach it can let you close out that game more so than something like sovereign's bite would yeah totally like this is much better in like a board stall than sovereign's bite you used to be like all right drain you next turn drain you or nug you nug you nug you not drain you yeah, like, like this it's, doesn't drain you. It's bad, but it's yeah. not the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. Okay, fair I enough. still hate it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People are gonna play this way more than they should. Yes, like way more than they should, which is basically at all. Like I think just not playing the card is actually probably just better value. It's but. better for your sanity. Yeah, it's better for my sanity, and you don't want me to lose my sanity. So little of it as there is. Right. Okay. Next up, we have a reprint of Switch. Underworld Dreams. Black, black, black enchantment. Whenever an opponent draws a card, Underworld Dreams deals one damage to that player. 
this card is also going to be overplayed to shit and limited. Yeah. But it does give pips. Yes. Those like, pips for Devotion, matter. this is the only three-pip black card. Yes. Like, so. as... <laughs> I can't wait for like the three color deck to have this though. Man, that's gonna oh happen. I'm gonna get real annoyed. Yeah, sweet card. Interesting that it's uh, rarity shifted to uncommon. Yeah, rarity shifted from rare to uncommon, which is cool. I almost so. feel like they were like, we kind of need like a really heavy pipped enchantments to play in the black deck for limited. What's one we could have that wouldn't be oppressive? And they're like underworld dreams. Perfect. Yeah. They're not wrong. It's solidly okay. Yep, totally. Cool. It's, it's it's a cool reprint too. Yep. It brings a five dollar card to like fifty cents. <laughs> Hooray! All right, so we skip red again. Yeah, we skip red again. Everything right. we have to say about red, we have to say a lot about red. So yeah. Right. Uh, Destiny spinner, <laughs> one green, two three legendary or sorry, two three enchantment creature human. Creature and enchantment spells you control can't be countered. Three and a green. Target land you control becomes an XX elemental creature tr with trample and haste until end of turn where an X is the number of enchantments you control. It's still a land. What the <laughs> shit, Watsy. <laughs> uh... Like, this card is single-handedly why everyone thinks that Eidolon is hot garbage. Yeah, it really is. Because creatures and enchantment spells you control can't be countered is a bit much. Yeah. Can we be real? On a 2-3 uncommon... Really? On a 2-3 for 2. 2-3 for 2 uncommon with a late game mana sink. Uh, Not a good one. Like, you have to be playing a shit ton of enchantments for it to be good. But yeah. still. What are you doing, Watsy? Why are you doing Watsy? This card is going to be sideboarded in against every control deck ever. And then they're yeah. going to get board wiped and they're going to be like, ah, oh, the card was still good. It's like, sure, it was a two mana, two, three. Yeah, right. Main deck that shit next time. Like, I, I'm kind of secretly hoping that I get this played against me. Like, somebody builds it and uses this and like I play against it with murder kill. Mm -hmm. I'm just like, kill your dude, kill your dude, kill your yeah. dude. Here's like, Stone rain, stone rain. But. Uh, Alright. Next up. Next up, we have Nessian Boar. Uh, so for the low cost of three green green, you get a 10-6 creature boar. I like how all for... creatures... What? I like how the, for the first time ever we said for the low cost, and we're actually not joking. No. <laughs> all creatures able to block Nessian Boar do so. Whenever Nessian Boar becomes blocked by a creature, that creature's controller draws a card. Is this card good? I have no idea. I can't imagine it is. If I open this in my pool and limit, I'm playing it. That's fair. Like, I'm. It's a 10 6. I'm just going to point out if you go up one low, one layer and over three cards, there's a 1 1 death touch for one green. Okay. Which makes this card look really bad. Like, it's, it's three green green, kill your all of your opponent's creatures. Fair. Fair. I mean, and also, like, if you have more than just this and attack, everything yeah, yeah, else you, gets through. You are getting in, but they're drawing cards. Yeah, they are. And, like, not a negligible amount of cards. 
I mean, there's a trade-off here for sure. There definitely like, is. I just don't know I, how I, I don't feel know. about it. I don't know either. It's interesting to think about, but if I open it in limited, I'm playing it. I'll That's just say true. that. Like, I'm just going to do it. Oh, I, I probably am too. I'm just not yeah. sure how I feel about it. Yeah. Like, it is the abyss, right? And it's a yeah, forced it, abyss. Yeah. Like, eh. All right. I mean, it's not really abyss. It's more of a board wipe, actually. That's true. I'm because saying if more they, than if, likely he's dying. If they ever play anything, the thing if you like curve this out and your opponent just has like a slow start, you are just abyss their entire board, and you're going to continue doing so for every creature they ever play. Uh, yeah. Like. <laughs> All right. Who knows? All right. Take right. the next one. Next up, Nyx Bloom Ancients. Four green, green, green for a five-five trample. Unplayable garbage. It has another ability. It's an enchantment creature elemental. Okay. It's a mythic rare. Yep. If you tap a permanent four mana, a permanent, yep. it produces three times as much that mana instead. Unplayable garbage. <laughs> but John, if I tap my soul ring, I get six mana. You do, but you already have seven. And you're playing green, which means you have multiple other effects that already do this. To be fair, this is in mono green. Yeah, most of those effects are like multicolored, okay. but still, you could play Zendikar Resurgence, which yeah. draws you cards and makes your mana tap for twelve double mana. Who really? Like, if you untap with this card and don't play a land, you are untapping with twenty one mana. What are you doing with 21 mana? Yeah. Why do you need 21 mana? <laughs> like, people are like, oh my god, this plus Finale of Devastation. It's like, or you could just play Finale of Devastation. Yeah, like, at that point, it's just like, whatever. Like, it's like you're going to get this with Finale of Devastation and make your second Finale of Devastation better? Like, you're probably already winning, right? I don't know, who knows? Like, the card's probably fine. Like, it's just not as good as people think by any means. No. I mean, it's an EDH card, right? EDH, EDH yeah. is going to EDH. EDH is going to EDH. Yeah. EDH just screws everything up for everyone else. I'm sorry. It just makes... Uh, <laughs> never mind. Okay. <laughs> so next up, we have Calyx Destiny's Hand. Uh, two green, white for a legendary planeswalker. Calyx... For loyalty, plus one, look at the top four cards of your library. You may reveal an enchantment from them and put that card into your hand. Put the rest on the bottom of your library in random order. Minus three, exile target creature or enchantment you don't control until target enchantment you control leaves the battlefield. And then minus seven, return all enchantment cards from your graveyard to the battlefield. This minus three is sweet. I, I really like the minus three. Everything else is kind of like whatever. I give zero shits about literally anything else about this card. I give zero shits about this card's story purpose. I give sh sh zero shits about his existence. That minus three is awesome. Yeah. People are also pissed off about his character. Apparently people are just upset about things. Who yeah. knows? He basically just planeswalked because he wanted to. Okay, fair enough. And people are mad about that. People are also mad because they're like, you made an enchantment planeswalker, why don't you just make Estrid? Yep. I can't, like, I can't play this in my Estrid deck. So. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, Rosewater's oh. just like, just like, we have like five artifact planeswalkers and you're mad that we made a second enchantment one. <laughs> yeah. 
I can't play this in my uh, my Esper enchantment deck. It's like, and and deal with it. Yeah, it's almost like there's limitations. Yeah, it's almost like you know, not everything should be playable in everything. It's almost like EDH ruins everything for everybody. But on that note, continue. Next up. Uh, uh, do we want to do actual order? or oh, my actually, we order? Can, I, I missed that one. Yeah, if you want to read this. Uh, well, we're, we're going to do this. We're going to do the one that we should follow up, if I had put it in the right spot. Okay. Yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah. Enigmatic Incarnation. Two green-blue enchantments. At the beginning of your end step, you may sacrifice another enchantment. If you do, search your library for a creature card with converted mana cost equal to 1 plus the sacrificed enchantments converted mana cost. Put that card under the battlefield, then shuffle your library. This card is bad. This card can't be good. Like, this card it's just, is not good. I just can't imagine it being good. So you're telling me in your earthing pod deck, you're going to play this card. Yeah. Not yeah. Vanifar, who is literally birthing pod. You're going to play this card. Uh, I'm not telling you that. (laughs) You're going to play enough enchantments to make it so you can tutor up your creatures. This one can't even. If this one could sacrifice itself and get a five drop, something, I'd be almost okay with that. Right? I'd be like, yeah, okay with it. But no, it's other. Yeah. So like the only way to go up a chain, mind you, and this is only during the end step. Yeah, you can't even activate it when you want to. So, to go up a chain, you literally need to sack enchantment creatures. Yep. So you're building, like, and there's not a lot of powerful ones of those. Let's be completely honest with ourselves. Yeah. Right? There are some powerful ones. There's not a lot of powerful ones. Yeah. This card is bad. And people who think this... Just put trash enchantments on the battlefield so you can sacrifice them. Like, creatures have etb effects that then outlive their usefulness yeah like are you gonna sack your banish into light yeah you're not gonna no. sack your banishing light or your like stuff like that like this, this is just dumb i'm sorry like this card is just stupid yeah people are like super hype about this card and they're stupid i i just can't like i literally cannot see how this card is good and maybe i just don't have the vision other people have but man i love birthing pod style effects and even i'm just oh, like me too no no. Yep. Get out of here. Get out of here. <sighs> Alright. Next up. <laughs> On a less exciting note, Field of Rune is being reprinted. It has yep. dope-ass art. I like Field of Rune as a magic card. Yep. Sweet. Cool. And, Good talk. Alright. Yeah. John. Should we get to our last cards? The best cards. The best cards. 10 of 10 would card again. All right, you want to start with the first one? <laughs> sure. This one's a little weird. Okay. People might not understand why it's on here. All right. Final death. <laughs> Four in a black. Instance. Exile target creature. The underworld erodes memory, identity, and eventually the physical form, leaving only crumbling statues called Misera. Hollow monuments to mortal futility. It's just... It's one of those cards that comes together. Everything about it just comes together nicely. Everything. uh, The art is wonderful. I think it's costed appropriately. Yes. It's not like... It's costed as what it should be for what it does. Yep, exactly. Where it needs to go. The effect, it just does... Like, 
Yeah, exile target creature. I love it. Simple. Yep. Easy. Final death. Perfect name for that effect. Exactly. The like fact this, that it exiles. This card right here, because it's so flavor agnostic too, but also full of flavor. I don't know how they did that. Murder kind of has the same effect. This card will show up in other sets. Yes. I period. hope it does. Like, this, will be, this will be in other sets. You can put this in any set. Yep. Like, it, it's great. I love it. Uh, beautiful, simple card. 10 of 10. Yep. Um, like this this is the first card I put on the ten out of ten list because like I just read this card I'm like this card needs to be spoken about yeah. and it just belongs in the ten of ten column. And yeah. normally Fletcher's the one who's like crazy about simplicity. This was all the, Yeah. I he, love yeah, he I just love simplicity. <laughs> like yeah, like murder is one of my favorite cards ever because of its absolute be- like the original M thirteen printing of murder. Yeah. Just how beautifully simplistic it is, but so effective at everything. This has that same effect in a lot of ways. It does. Just right. nice card, nice effect, nice flavor text. Yep. I know normally you're not a fan of like flavor text and stuff like that, but I think the flavor text just like ties it. it together really well. I think it adds. Uh, I'm, I don't dislike the flavor text. I just am very picky about it when it comes to certain cards like that. Yeah. So, like, this one does world building with it, and it works very well. So, that. but 10 of 10 would card that one again. Yeah. All right. And our other 10 of 10 card is completely on the opposite end of the spectrum of uh that that one card is sim- simple you know exactly what it does this card has some layers i feel like uh allure of the unknown three black red for a sorcery at rare reveal the top six cards of your library an opponent exiles a non-land card from among them then you put the rest into your hand that opponent may cast the exiled card without paying its mana cost uh the light of hope Blinded Pantor to the ills of the world. So, this has layers, man. <laughs> this card has a lot going on. Uh, yet again, Seb McKinnon being Seb McKinnon. Seb McKinnon, the Stone Cold Master. <laughs> like, I actually don't like this art as much as the Meyer Triton or whatever it's called. But this I art agree, is still great because it's it Seb does, McKinnon. It does exactly what it needs to, is the thing. Yeah. For like those, that's, that's the beauty of it. Yeah, for those who haven't seen it or just are oblivious, this is a very, very, very obvious reference to Pandora's Box. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the second version of Pandora's Box. The first, first one was was Fixus of Pandemonium, mm-hmm. uh, and that one was weird. Yeah, if we I just like go with that. I like how this one is much more open about it. Like, yeah. this the whole you know, it's random. Yep. You're just this... revealing things. Your opponent, like, you know something bad's going to happen, and you see it happening just like when you actually crack open Pandora's box. But, you see but there's all that the allure things. of power there, too, which is there a beautiful is. thing. Like, this like, is you're a... like, this is, like, draw, like, this card literally reads, five, like, five mana, draw five cards in black and red. Yes. Like, that, you are drawing five freaking cards. And... But there is that catch. It's just awesome. Like, uh, and the art conveys that whole feeling so well too. Yeah, it was like this. This card is awesome. Like yeah. what it does. The fact that a lot of people are like shitting on it. Like, oh, your opponent gets choice. Like, go to hell. I don't care what you think. It's like, you yeah, t- that. But like, that's that's part of the in, the interesting aspect of the card to some degree. Exactly. Like, I mean, it, you can give your opponent a choice and still have cards that are good. 
yep. i.e. factor fiction. Yeah. To be fair. To be fair. Factor fiction is slightly different than giving your opponent a choice, but you're giving them a choice about what cards you get. You are. Not disagreeing. They are the ones who make the pile, but <laughs> Or like um, uh, what's that red card right now, in standard? Uh, I've had it played against me a few times. Oh, for um, a life or draw three. Yeah, that that like that is probably the best Punisher mechanic card ever printed. Yeah, but you know, I mean, so there's stuff like this. Is this card going to be insane? I don't know, but I I, I, think, I think if you build the deck right, it is. I it's I think it's solid, but like if you're playing these colors, you are playing. Nothing in your deck should be freakishly better than anything else in your deck, right? Mm -hmm. Like, imagine if you cast this and you reveal, like, two lands, like a removal spell, maybe a discard spell, one of the red-black titans and some other random creature. What the hell is your opponent going to take? Yeah, right. Like, the titan's the most powerful card. They're not going to take that. Oh, no, you discarded a card. And then you get to be the one to get it back. Yep powerful yeah so yeah i think Um, if you build your deck right this card is not as much of a downside as people seem to think it is even though yes you're giving your opponent a choice they get one card you get five and it it, in a weird way and like you either have to pick cards that your opponent can't use effectively or like if if that card was mono black i would play that in murder kill in a heartbeat oh yeah (laughs) everything in that deck's the same the vast the vast majority of the deck is super flat power level there's only a few cards that are like power spikes mm-hmm. you know and and i can deal with everything that i can do to my like all that stuff i can deal with myself yeah so, so. It's, you know i don't know but. all right cool i have to point out there are three sebmican and arts in this set we talked about two of them what's the third one medomai's prophecy oh it's good okay cool Oh, yeah, his art shocking, I know, right? I know, right? I never would have expected it, but... Alright. So, um, uh, anything else to say about the set before we... Uh, w- one random card I wanted to mention. I don't remember what it's called, because I just closed Scryfall, because I'm a herp derp. It is a Nyxborn Courser. One white, white, two, four vanilla creature. What the shit. That's all. <laughs> it's Corsair of Prufix, but in mono white with no ability. Why? <laughs> because white. You. All right. All right. Uh, so on that note, if you want to complain about white or jerk off the McKinnon, <laughs> you can um uh, with us. You can send a message to the at gmail dot com. Catch us on Twitter at the at PC, or chat with us in the Discord. You can find the link for that at the dot com. Uh, John, anything else? No, I'm good. All right, cool. We will catch you all next time.